Did I not tell you Heather Amin was going to get on Orange County this season if it killed her? She found a way. She could not wait to do that on camera. I saw, watch what happens live. I saw Tamara say that she thinks Jen stayed with Ryan to get on the show. But that doesn't make sense to me. Because be, because why would they not want her if she was with not with Ryan? Like she's got a divorce story. She's if let's say that was her ex, she's got a recent breakup that she's going through because of cheating, which is what she did with him you know for her husband you know what I mean like that doesn't track so I go back to my theory from last week which is I think Tamra is doing all of this as a favor to Jen (laughs) this is my I'm hoping that's what this is because if she talks about her negatively and she does all you know she says oh she stayed on with Ryan to be on the show people are talking about her more because I'm Failing to understand why they're mad at her. You know, we've all had a friend who's dating that guy that sucks. And you're like, ugh, really? When are you going to dump him? But you're just like, okay. So I don't get why they're, why both Tamara and Heather Amin, well, Tamara did say that Jen changed the way she dressed, the way she talks, the way she, everything to like suit Ryan. I am going to keep reserving judgment because it's really hard for me to believe Tamara is just this savage. It goes back to what MJ said when she was on, when I had MJ and Tommy back, they or MJ said that, you know, they may call you like friends, but they could just be someone that they saw on your Instagram that you're like, Oh yeah, I kind of, yeah, like I hang out with her sometimes. In this case, though, Tamara was like best friends with Jen and they had a falling out. I don't know when they rekindled. I just, there's it's just there's holes I'm missing because as of now, I'm like, what the fuck, guys? What in the damn hell is happening? Because this is just like savage is an understatement. To bring Heather Amin to the party on camera, like, girl. So, it's to me, it's giving real thirsty jealousy, even. Because hot guy from the gym, Ryan, hot Ryan, or whatever his nickname was between the three of them, or at least between Tamara and uh, Jen, maybe, like, subconsciously, Tamara's a little jealous like even in a place she's not aware of that Jen is willing to bend and he he's committed to her um i also have a confession to make and then we'll get into the episode okay guys i'm not proud of this but I've, as i've said before if you're new here i have very horrible toxic taste in men like toxic like if i'm attracted to you that should be a concern and you should book a session with a therapist because I only seem to really get my my gears going for really fucked up men. And I'm starting to be like, I think Ryan's telling the truth and I think he's kind of fucking hot. 
And I went, oh, shit. Okay, that's a bad sign. That is, if I'm starting to believe him, it's possible he's definitely a trash, toxic man. Even Emily co-signed that on Watch What Happens Live. So as I've said a million times, these instincts of mine, they're terrible. Can't trust them. Because uh, when we get into the episode, I was like, wait, do I believe the dick pic story now? I know. I'm terrible. I am not to be trusted. Mm-mm, not a, not a, no, not at all. If you're watching, I am so sorry for the sunglasses yet again. I know, I know I keep wearing them and it's like, it drives so many people crazy. But if you've been following my filler journey, I, uh, am, I started to get a bruise under my eye and I was like, oh, I, I, okay, I'll look that up. I'll Google it. And it's common. It is common. But then it started to get darker and darker all the things bruises do. And it just looked strange under my eye and I could not cover it up I, to save my life. Now it's in the very yellow stage, but I still can't get it covered up. So it's okay though. I did talk to the doctor that did my work and she's like, oh yeah, totally normal. But she offered for me to come in. She, I guess they do some laser thing that gets rid of bruises quicker. And I was like, no. We just, as long as it's normal and I don't need to be alarmed, but yeah, no, we're good. I don't need, <laughs> I don't need to come in for more stuff. Um, and yeah, next week, FYI before, and then I'll, and then I promise I'll start, um, the episode recap next week is my sister's wedding week. So starting Wednesday, it's bachelorette party. Um, so that's an overnight Wednesday to Thursday. Then Friday is the wedding rehearsal. And then Saturday is the wedding. So next week's episodes will be, uh, limited just cause I don't know when the hell I'm going to have time. And it's going to be just some fun. Like now that I don't really engage a lot with my mom, who, if you're new here, I have a very, very intense relationship with my mother. And I have put, oops, I put a huge distance between us. So I feel like not as attached to the family drama as I used to. And I would dread these things. Now I feel removed enough that I can almost watch it like reality TV. Because I know my mom's going to get too drunk. I know um, my, my sister's, so the, her mother-in-law, uh, so my brother-in-law's mom, whatever you call that, um, my mother-in-law, nope, because it's through my sister. I don't know what to call her. She's going to get too drunk. Uh, and my aunt doesn't drink uh, and hasn't drank in so long, but like AA so long, that that'll probably make her a little uncomfortable. Uh, and then there will be a fight for sure between most, not a fight, but like a passive aggressive lots of attitude um, at some point uh, from my uncle's, uh, my uncle's husband technically. Uh, and yeah, just like fun stuff like that. <laughs> and I don't want to be in any way like unavailable. Like if I get a call, like, could you do whatever? Yes, I can. I can because I'm going to be like the mediator, the, reminding everyone that this is just funny. Like, yes, I'm sure we're really mad about whatever, but like this is this is all hilarious. Okay. So yeah, next week most likely won't be getting uh, an episode until like, Sunday when the, everything is over. But if I can sneak it in, I will. It's just I got to be able to like be home. Record, you know, you know how it is. 
Okay, let's do the episode, huh? Here at She Speaks Bravo, we believe that Bravo TV is a great form of self-care and therapy. I mean, look at me. I've been using it for over a decade, and I'm a complete mess. What is this, honey? I love that. I'm Emily. Every week, I recap the latest episodes of your favorite Bravo shows, from Housewives to Vanderpump Rules. We need to get more cosmopolitan. So if you're not already subscribed, get subscribed and hit that notification bell so you never miss an episode. I continue to love Emily. And get ready, Shane. It's really confusing with Shane. It's really fucking confusing. He was such an asshole to Emily for a like two seasons, like an asshole to her. And I don't know if they were just, maybe they were just going through it, um, but she's always defended him and been like, you don't know the real Shane. And I was like, girl, you don't know the real Shane. But now I'm like, we didn't know the real Shane, you guys. We didn't know. We didn't know. Because now I like him. And that is crazy. Because he was such a little, like he wasn't, he was up there with all the horrible husbands of Bravo, you know? But uh, nope. I'm feeling him because when he gets waxed and they have their funny banter as he's getting waxed, I was loving it. Like, I didn't th- I didn't think this shtick would work for me anymore because after 40-year-old virgin, it's been so overplayed. But it worked. It worked for me. Emily also throws in there um, that Shane really likes her butt. And he, he likes everything, but he zeroes in on her butt. So she gets her butt waxed. They also do a little flashback, a little montage, if you will, compilation rather, of all the times that he's like smacked her ass and whatnot. And even said, I forgot about the time that he was like, can we have butt sex? And she's like, all right, when she was all drunk. So I, um, I mean, the visuals I get whenever I imagine them having sex, it's, it's not, it's more, um, curiosity as to what it looks like and I know that sounds really creepy but just it's just a fascinating I mean they are having real good sex apparently as Emily says with her butt he smacks it grabs it takes photos of it lots of action down there mm-hmm. and then when after she's done getting her getting her hoo-ha waxed Shane says, you'll be the fastest on the slip and slide. (laughs) It's like, he's inappropriate, but my God, it's working for me suddenly and I hate it. I mean, no, I don't hate it. It's actually, it's a lot easier to watch these shows when you like them. How could you do this to me? Question mark. I used to hate shaving my legs. I would let these puppies go way too long. And that's kind of why I hate summer because you generally need to wear like a dress or some shorts because it's hot. When I haven't been taking care of the legs, it's embarrassing. The other day I went out and I I was embarrassed. But every time I did shave, it was just patches, patches missed always on my knee. I'm like, I covered that. What happened? But I got Athena razors because they sponsored the pod. So they sent me some. I used, they, they have like a shaving foam and I used that with the razor and honey, I did not miss anything. So it wasn't user error. It was my old razor. Okay. I was thorough enough. 
It even comes with this magnetic hook that you can put it on the wall of your shower and you put the, the razor just sticks right on. Another thing I used to always struggle with and just assumed it was my life, I couldn't do anything about it, was I get really weird bumps on my inner thigh right by my knee every time I shaved, like irritated. But I used the shaving foam and I think that really like softened up the cuticle of my hair or something because now I just don't get that when I shave using the Athena Club razor. So what makes it really special is it's got this water activated serum with shea butter and hyaluronic acid, which is like the holy grail for skincare. And they really do have these built-in skin guards to help prevent razor burn, and it's still gentle on curves, so I could still get that knee area thoroughly. The best part is, honestly, the razor kit is only $10, and it comes with two blade heads, a magnetic hook for the shower storage. This sticks on the wall, the razor sticks to the magnetic hook, and boom. Oh my god, and they have the cutest colors. They are chic. It's like a rainbow of choices. I picked the like light blue one, but I was dying. They have a rose gold that I wanted to get. It makes you just want to buy all the razors. They were, it reminds me of those old Nokia phones that came in all those cute little colors. I am dating myself right now. Move along if you don't know what I'm talking about. With Athena Club, you don't have to worry about running out of blades because you choose how often you want your replacement blades shipped to you. And you can now find these at Target stores nationwide. It is so easy to swing by one of the many, many Target stores whenever you need more blades. Switch to the Better Razor and show your skin you care with Athena Club. Get started today by shopping in-store at Target stores nationwide. Just head to the shaving aisle to find the razor kit, cloud shave foam, wax strips, and razor refills. I love that. Taylor and Jen, they go out with, they, of course, Shannon's late, but they go to, out to like the boardwalk or something with their kids. And they are like Oklahoma girlies now. Uh, Kennedy being 16 doesn't make sense, but it does also make sense. I, it's like, I hate being that person. That talks about like, oh my God, you got so big. It's like, yeah, that's what happens. They get bigger. But um, it's crazy seeing her as, six, as a 16-year-old. I now get why older people did that to me. Because it's like you're looking at your time that passed. When you see someone that age, you're like, that means I'm that much older. It just doesn't look like that on me. I think it really is. It's I, It used to drive me crazy when people would do it to me. But like... It's so good. So Tamara, so while they're on the boardwalk having their conversation, Tamara and Heather go shopping. And Tamara is giving, she's really trying to up the stakes now. She's really trying, she's like, you know me, and there's one thing I don't deal with, and that's a goddamn wire. All righty, okay. I feel like she's trying to lean into this more. So Jen text Heather Amin, and this was like what sets Tamara off. I'm going to read the text because I was like, oh, so they only showed two, like two, they like blew up two parts of it. So there's more, but the things they blew up was your name is the source of all information. I truly think we should talk this out. I'm sure from a personal and professional standpoint, you would not want us sharing any of your personal info. 
Heather Amin will later say that was a threatening, that was a threat. I'm like, no, I, I bet if I saw the full text, it was like, I mean, you're airing out all of our business. I'm sure you wouldn't want us to do that to you. That's where at least I'm coming from. I think, or I'm sorry, where I think she's coming from, but I don't, I'm like, what am I missing? Are you and Tam, is Heather mean and Tamra just that messy and savage with this woman? Like, because she, because she stayed with Ryan, that's why. But I do know what it's like when you have a friend that just becomes a different person. And that is, it is difficult. I get that. But to be angry about it, we'll get to the Heather Amin part. We'll get to that because I got a lot to say. Well, yeah. Um, so Tamara's like talking about it with, with Heather and then she goes, so I'm going to bring Heather to the party so we can talk this out. That is the solution she comes up with. Oh, yeah, that makes oh, – totally. That sounds like a very peaceful, kind way of dealing with this problem. No other way to do it in my head. Like, how, how else would you do it other than like just kamikazeing Heather Amin boop, into that party? That's going to go so well. You're really being delicate with your friend, with your friend Jen. Like, damn. Tamara, though, is trying to deliver her pre-planned line. And she messes up and she, she goes, she goes, you cannot mess with my marriage. I will not give in the towel or the napkin. I'm like, Ooh, she messed up. She wanted to say, I will not throw in the towel, which also doesn't make sense. Throw in the towel. Like I know she's trying to make the napkin happen, but it was not a thing. So I was like, even throwing the towel doesn't really work. I'm like, I will not throw in the napkin. What? Why would you throw in the towel? That's like give up. Well, okay, maybe that does work. Eh, it's debatable. Still was weak that I could tell she came in and she wanted to get a napkin line in there. And she, she, didn't, she didn't get it right. And I liked, I liked that. Uh, but Jen, meanwhile, Jen's over crying. She's talking about how she can't sleep. She can't take care of her kids. She is destroyed. Heather's theory... I'm sorry, Jen's theory is that Heather was in love with Ryan, and that's what I'm getting. You know, I'm the whole like, oh, we're brother and sister. Yeah, no, like I never had a relationship like that with him. Ooh. Deep down, because I know I know what it's like to be like the friend. Although Tamara did say that Ryan's not typically her type. She typically goes for like NBA players, NFL players. And I was like, okay, code for black guys. Got it. But black athletes, very specific. They're all over like six foot tall and huge. So fair. If she can pull that in, go for it, girl. Um, But it feels almost like a jealousy. Maybe like a Heather was his go-to girly because they were buds, you know? Then along comes Jen, and now he's, like, got a relationship, and it's not, like, he's not calling Heather Amin all the time, you know? I think maybe it's even just that because it doesn't make sense to me. It really doesn't. Gina, Travis, Matt, and Britt, which is Matt's girlfriend, uh, they go to the park with the kids, and this is to talk through. I mean, I am so torn on Matt. You know, I, I'm so torn on the whole thing because, you know, he lost all of his certifications due to the felony. He was in finance and he lost a bunch of like sort of whatever. 
And Gina's trying so hard to get him back on track. I just, it's so uncommon that domestic violence is a one-off. It really is very uncommon for a man to do that. Because if you go back and listen to Gina's story, it's it went on and on. So I... I don't, I don't know how I feel about it. I just hope Brit's okay. It seemed, they seem happy. I don't want to, I don't, it's more that I just would like more information. It's a very, very sensitive topic. And we're now, now we're on the part of, we want his felonies dropped. Uh, the felonies about the domestic violence, we want those drops that he can get certified. I'm like, okay, still like even just triggering to talk about this. Like, I just, it, I don't know. I don't know. But I get it. She, like the kids are not, they got three kids and they were relying on his very high paying job, clearly. But yeah. And Gina says I'm more in her confessional. She's like, I'm actually more affected by the infidelity than the quote, isolated domestic violence incident, which is a very carefully chosen word, isolated. So if it was, amazing. I could have swore at the reunion, Andy said something like, have you seen him like that before or something? And she's, or was it the first time? And she said, no, like she under her breath was like, no, I, I think I'm going to go back and watch that season again. Cause that, I think I need to revisit that. <sighs> Tamara and Emily go to Swallows in Saloon. I loved this location. I love that this is like some clear dive bar. And that is where they went to grab drinks and chat. More of this, please. This was fun. So Tamara tells a story about how Eddie, Tamara, Shannon, and John went out to dinner. And Eddie like grilled them. And they showed the clip of Eddie going, oh, so you couldn't support Shannon and 100 kids? And he's like, no, no, you're not understanding me. And she's like, oh, he's like, no, I meant you didn't have room. But it was like absolutely a dig from Eddie to be like, oh, you couldn't, you're just going to move in by yourself. And Eddie was obviously spotting the signs. But then Emily speaks in code, kind of. And she's like, Heather told me some things that Shannon said about John. And then in her confessional, she goes, things that like aren't great. And but then Emily says in her confessional, it's like Fight Club. The first rule of Shannon's relationship is you don't talk about Shannon's relationship. Mm. Now, see, that says a lot and it makes a lot of sense because remember we saw them have that dark, like that, I thought it was so dark at Bronwyn's, whatever that party was where Shannon and, and Kelly snuck in alcohol and got drunk and just the dynamic between those two was dark was really dark. I didn't, I was like, oh, this is a glimpse into their life. My God. So it, yeah, all these years people have just been, doesn't John, John has a face I don't trust. He's got some shifty, he's got a shifty face. I don't trust it one bit. But now Tamara somehow is on a mission and I'm glad Andy followed up with this. Tamara's on some mission to show Shannon that Heather is not a good friend because she's out here telling your business. And then on Watch What Happens Live, Andy was like, so had all of you guys been talking about Shannon's relationship or did you all, like, was Heather the only one? 
And both Emily and Tamara are like, no, yeah, like we all kind of talked about it. And he's like, okay, it's so then follow up. Why are you then singling out Heather? You know, like why is she then being accused of the only one who's kind of gossiping and, and talking? So it's just like another chance to show that Tamara's being kind of ridiculous. It's like, I need to let her know that Heather's not a good friend. I'm like, I don't know if that's your place since you hadn't even been talking to Shannon for a while and we're saying all kinds of shit about her, having a drinking problem, being an alcoholic, like all sorts of stuff. So it's just weird, this crusade she's going on in, in honor of Shannon. I'm like, what, you, all right, I just don't, I don't get that, okay? I don't get it. I love that Emily Emily goes, Tamara, promise me you're not going to throw me under the bus. Tamara, whether that's editing, Tamara was like, mm-hmm, yeah, yeah, mm-hmm, yeah, totally not going to promise that, okay? Because I, I wouldn't trust it. This bar really filled up by the time this scene is over. I mean, it was packed, packed, packed. Which is funny because that many people were like, yeah, this is our local bar. We're going in and we're, we don't care that they're filming. I'll, yeah, I'll sign a release. I need to get drunk. It was like a biker bar, it felt like. This is where I, okay, guys, this is where I like, this is my problem. This is where I kind of fell for the Ryan part. He, as they're all getting ready to go to the, the pool party, Ryan FaceTimes Jen to check on her. To check on her. See, I'm going to let myself go to the feelings I felt and then you guys can judge me. He was like, I just want to check on you, make sure you're doing okay, you know? And she's like, I'm nervous. And I was like, oh my God, do I love him? Is he actually like a super caring, sweet person? Because then he makes a joke. He's like, hey, uh, can I get all the women's phone numbers? Because I've got a dick pic I've been working on. And I'm like, okay, yeah, I have a problem. Uh-huh. I'm like, is he single after you, Jen? Bye-bye. Go away. I'll take him. I have issues. I got issues, honey. Not good. Not good. At the pool party, though, we meet Jody. Like maybe we've met her before, but I don't remember. But Emily's best friend, Jody, has a perfect body. And when asked, what do you do? Nothing. That's not fair, okay? Life really isn't fair. It re that's fucked up that some people just have naturally toned bodies. <sighs> Get the hell out of here. She had abs. I don't know if I believe it. She had like abs. Okay. This fucking bullshit. I hate it here. One day before this, uh, Emily had apologized to Heather like she hung out with Heather. And I thought this was cool and showed real science of growth from Emily because she can acknowledge that her delivery does veer into the aggressive place. And that was what I picked up on at the Nobu dinner where I was like, this aggression's going out of nowhere. And I then remembered like, oh, I can kind of do that. Where I think I'm, I don't realize how aggressive I can sound. I'm just making a point. And then when someone receives it, I'm like, oh, am I, I will work on that. Like I, and that was what Emily, or yeah, Emily, Emily did that. She was like, I'm working on not going into that place. So I apologize for that. And then Heather's confessional, she's like, I don't think she means to come across the way she does. And I think that's accurate. How could you do this to me? Question mark. 
ever since Cozy Earth sponsored this podcast, I have purchased little by little enough to basically live in Cozy Earth 24-7. I've got the Cozy Earth bedding, the viscous from bamboo temperature regulating bedding. I've got one of their teas. I've got two pairs of pants and I have another set of sheets coming because I I used my code and bought more stuff. I have to stop. I'm using my code probably more than any of you because my code She Speaks gets you 35% off. That's a major difference. That's what I tell myself when I keep purchasing Cozy Earth stuff. Okay. Oh, and Cozy Earth has been on Oprah's favorite things five years in a row. So all of their products are made from responsibly sourced viscous from bamboo. And all of their products come with a 10-year warranty. Still don't understand that. It's amazing. Cozy Earth Bedding comes in the viscous from bamboo, but also in linen. Chic, right? The loungewear is comfort, obviously, but still flattering and like elegant. (laughs) Cozy Earth has provided an exclusive offer for my listeners today, up to 35% off site-wide when you use code SHESPEAKS. I'm about to go use it again. I want another pair of pants. So go to CozyEarth.com, use my code SHESPEAKS, and get 35% off. Shut up! That is so stupid! Now that summer is here, I'm just always a little sweaty and I hate that. But the thing is, I don't ever feel smelly. And that is because I use Lumi, which is a whole body deodorant. I found Lumi many years ago. If you followed me for a minute, you already know the story. But I never knew that we could get body odor in areas other than our armpits. I just assumed that was it. But when you think about it, your bathing suit area down there doesn't really get a lot of airflow, so it's normal for it to not necessarily smell great, just like how under your arms doesn't smell good because you're always got your arms down. I use Lumi specifically for the bathing suit area. So I'm always smelling like toasted coconut down there. That's right. But this is what drew me to Lumi. It was created by an OBGYN who was tired of the vagine getting all the blame for odors coming from down there. And she realized like, no one seems to know you can get BO any place. So she created this whole body deodorant. It is aluminum free, baking soda free, and paraben free. And it's pH balanced specifically for use below the belt. And they have amazing scents. I love clean tangerine and toasted coconut so much. Lumi is able to work for up to 72 hours, but I have a feeling most of us will be showering in that time frame. But hey, if you're going to a festival or something, it's got you covered. Lumi's starter pack is perfect for new customers because it comes with a solid stick deodorant, cream tube deodorant, two free products of your choice, like a mini body wash or deodorant wipes, and free shipping. As a special offer for listeners, new customers get $5 off a Lumi starter pack with code SHESPEAKS at lumideodorant.com. That equates to over 40% off your starter pack when you visit lumideodorant.com and use code SHESPEAKS. I love that. Gina, Jen, Taylor, and Emily, they're chatting and they talk about how, oops, Tamara was too drunk to even reason with that night at Nobu. And Emily's confessional where she goes, look, we've all had too much to drink. And they put up 
four, like a four panel screen of her in various times screaming at people. And when you see it like that, I'm like, fuck, I, I don't know what it was. I, I think I kind of forgot that Emily got like that. I think I, but then when I, when they showed it again, I'm like, oh yeah, but is it crazy? <laughs> is it crazy of me that when they showed them, I was like, I feel like she was justified for all of these. I'm like going back in hindsight, like I really owe Emily an apology. I just could, I didn't get her, but she's always delivered. I don't know what I've been talking about all this time. Those four panels, I was like, yeah, she's okay. She is good TV. I I think when I had Kempire on here, he said it perfectly. She was looped in with Gina. And we all know Gina, you know, so she was looped in with Gina. So you just kept like associating that with her. But like taking Gina out of the equation, you know, Emily, not so bad. OK, damn good if you ask me. And I apologize retroactively. That's not right. What's the word? Sure. Whatever. Whatever. We get it. OK, we get it. But anyway, the big moment comes. Tamara walks in with Heather Amin. Real quick, Tamara looks hot, okay? In the half pony that's high with the lace and the hot pink macrame dress with the shoulder pads. I was like, oh, girl, I like. You look hot. But that's, okay, back to this. It is savage to walk in with Heather Amin and not warn her. I mean, maybe Jen wouldn't have showed up. But also you could, I mean, it's not as good TV, but it still wasn't even really that great a TV, to be honest. Um, they could have just gone and done this at a lunch, the three of them, and hashed it out that way. That could have been riveting. But I get Tamara's like, I need to do everything in my power not to get fired again. That's what I'm assuming. Little side note. <laughs> As Emily's telling a little silly story about her mother-in-law saying something about like, oh, you just need to, you know, feed a man and have sex with him or something. She, Emily just casually drops in there like, oh, I've made multiple tapes. So, and she thought she could just throw that and get that past Heather. Heather's like, I'm sorry, what? And, but I like Emily being like, oh God, prude. Yes. She goes, he's pretty freaky. So Yeah. Again, the visuals. I have such a fucking, I have so many visuals. I need to understand. What does Shane look like when he's having sex? Ew, I'm sorry. I need to understand like how he does what I just, I'm fascinated by it. But Heather makes a point to throw in, in her confessional, the producer's like, would you ever watch one of your sex tapes? Because Emily's like, I watch it. And I'm like, my ass is huge. And Heather can't believe she would watch it. And Heather says, oh, my God, I can barely watch myself on sitcoms. I'm like, no, she didn't. She she will always find a way to throw that in there. It's funny. I think that's a it's a gift. OK, so Jen pulls Heather for Heather, I mean, for the conversation. I guarantee a producer had to convince Jen to do this. Like, just do it, damn it. So Heather then does the bullshit. Like, you threatened me. And I'm like, you're coming from a place of I'm threatened? And again, I read that. I'm like, I don't think that's a threat. She wasn't like, I'm going to out all this shit about you if you don't stop. That's not what she did, you know? 
But then Heather denies being the source of all of Tamara's information. I could tell she was lying. I could tell she was like, well, I'm offended because it's not all coming from me. And then they flash back and do a compilation of Tamara saying Heather's name over and over again when she talks about all the drama, you know? And then Heather and then Heather goes, Amin, I'm going to call her Amin. Amin goes, I don't want lies being spread about me, okay? That I'm sending pictures. Wait, what? Okay, that's something we don't we don't know. I'd like this to be to please explain. And then she goes, "Did I think he was going to send me a dick pic? I've never had a relationship with him like that." And I could have swore she says, "That upset me. That was fucked up." And Okay. So now uh, this is where I'm like, I think Ryan might be telling the truth because Heather's like, I've never had a relationship like that with him. So then therefore I'm like, so maybe he didn't mean to send it to her. (laughs) I know I'm so bad. But then also why is like if they were friends, if Amin and Jen were friends and Ryan wouldn't Ryan just be like, oh, my God, I'm so embarrassed. I'm sorry. And then it's over. And it's like, you know, but like th- that means that there was some sort of dynamic to that relationship already where Heather was like, clutching her pearls. And I mean, don't get me wrong. I would be really freaked out if a friend sent me a dick pic by mistake. I'd be like, whoa. But if they're a friend of mine, like Heather claims he was, wouldn't she be like, oh, it's typical Ryan or something? So it's not tracking for me. And then Jen's like, it wasn't meant for you. And Heather goes, who is it for? And Jen says, me. And I'm like, wait, hold on. You've never had that conversation. To this point now, you didn't know this? Are you guys friends? Because I don't know. I don't. This is to me ringing more and more like a subconscious jealousy. Even from Tamara. Tamara is married and she's happy. But I think that there is something to knowing he said he wanted to fuck her. I don't know. I don't know. Now that he's like wifed up with Jen, there's there's a, a dynamic they're not used to from Ryan. I'm sure he was like the local flirt. I'm sure everyone got a chance to flirt with Ryan and he didn't care. But I don't know. I'm, I don't know. I don't know. I can't. Don't listen to me. Don't. And then Heather goes, you play this dumb role. You play dumb. Okay. Like, you really don't like this woman. Heather then go Heather, our Heather, Dubrow, goes over and tells Tamara, because, like, Tamara's sitting with a bunch of the girls, and she's like, I just walked by Heather and Jen's conversation, and Tamara and Shannon both get up. Shannon, like, shoots up, like, oh, that's that's my cue. And I'm like, but you're not really a part of this. Like, she isn't your friend. She's Tamara's friend. And it's just interesting that she's... And even later, people are like, why is Shannon over there? I think it was Gina. It's like, you don't... This isn't your thing. But, okay. But I don't know if you caught this. You hear Emily go, do I need to escort them out? I'm like, why? Why do you need to escort them out? But she's like, I'm fucking ready. I will go. No one... No one does this at Perry's house, okay? Okay, then Tamara walks over with Shannon, and Heather Amin tells Tamara, I was just telling her I'm not sabotaging her. I'm not here to hurt her. What? What are you doing then? Is this an intervention? Because it feels like you guys could have done this before. Like, 
you just stopped talking to her because of what I need to know what made you guys like mad at this woman. Cause Tamara was too. It's like, is it the secrecy? I don't get it. And then like Tamara, even on watch what happens live, she's like, that's another lie that Jen told. So is Jen just a really great liar and she's good at faking it and like coming across really innocent and sweet? Because that's a possibility. It happens. It does. And Jen, Jen says, okay, well, what I'm telling her is I'm telling her is that I no longer need her involvement in my relationship with Ryan. You can judge it, you can critique it all you want. And Heather goes, we're not judging it, but when you're not being honest about things. And then Jen goes, what am I not being honest about? And Heather goes, do we really need to go there? Which is like the the line of the season. Do we really need to go there? Yes. If you're going to fucking talk about it on camera, I would like you to go there. Okay? Don't keep giving me these little bitty pieces. Give them to, give, give me the whole thing. Serve it up on a platter because it's a waste of a scene if I don't get it. Because right now I'm not on your side. Right now I'm like, bitch, chill. You know, I just don't get why this bothers them so much. Because Heather goes, if I left my family to be with this man and he did what he did to you, okay, but she decided to forgive him. She decided to say, that's fine. I We weren't fully committed at that point. We were on a break, whatever. Why does it make them upset. But then Heather goes, you had zero reaction. Where are your feelings? Okay. So let me put them, let me put myself in this. Let me, let me go here. Okay. I'm going here. Okay. You've got Heather, Tamara, and Jen, all friends. Jen has been with her ex-husband for years. And then there's this big thing that happens where she starts seeing Ryan and then then that comes out that he cheated and when you they went to tell Jen she was just like like okay like had no reaction to it and then they're like he's cheating on you let's i'm just put I'm, he's cheating on you Jen will you get it and she's just like i'm going to forgive him i'm still not getting why they're so mad about it i it, i'm still confused like this, like they had a whole falling out and we're doing this. Like, okay. But then all the women, of course, because it's like, I'm sure producers are telling them to do it. All the women start to gather around and like surround them. And as it's, ha because Shannon is clearly so panicked about things coming out about a, a boyfriend because she's she knows she's got something. So she's like, why don't we just let these two talk? Why don't we just let them talk? And then Taylor goes, yeah, why don't we let, why don't we just let you two, you two talk? I'm like, Taylor, you just sat down here. Like, you just sat down and then you're like, oh yeah, no, no, you guys talk. No, you two should talk, 100%. Girl, you just sat down. Why are you even over here? And so Amin is in tears. And saying, I had to separate myself from you because I couldn't co-sign what he was doing. I, I didn't stop hanging out with you because of what you were doing, because of what he is doing. Okay. 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 Then just Tamara and Jen talk. And Tamara cries instantly, like she does. And she's like, I just want you to be on strong and honest. And I am so sorry for throwing the napkin. I've been crying. I'm like, no, you haven't. But 
you know, maybe she just hit it for cameras. But she didn't seem sorry when she was shopping with Heather. So I'm like, when were you crying? And Jen finally breaks down. And she's like, I have been trying to move forward. Like, I didn't do anything. He did something. I've been trying to move past it. And I'm being forced to go back to it constantly. So, yeah. It is slip and slide time. And... Heather takes her top, I mean, Tamara takes her top off, obviously, but Heather, Heather brought a wetsuit. I just think, (laughs) what? From, you planned that ahead of time? You heard slip and slide and you went, I'm not touching that water. Like the foresight she had. And she's in a, a killer body, so it's not like that's what she's worried about. It's like you genuinely are not afraid of the water. It's from the hose. And then it's like maybe some spray tan, you know? We get a little – the party's over. We get a little round robin, which are when they just – when they do these quick little moments where they go from couple to couple or woman to woman, you know, those quick scenes. Like that's what those are called, round robins. And in Emily and Shane's, he asks – Did Tamara take her top off? And Emily goes, that's like asking if the sky is blue, if the grass is green. And then Shane fills in, is Shane handsome? Again, I'm loving this guy. (laughs) Hilarious. Then, oh, and and there, and Jen, and Jen's round robin, she looks like, looks like her and Ryan are in a therapy session, which we've heard that they're going to couples therapy. And the, the therapist I thought she was, is like, so what are you guys working on or something? I don't know. And then Jen goes, I think you could you could just lead us. And the woman starts chanting. <laughs> I was, I needed to be warned. Is this a therapist? I needed to be warned about this. I was, I was like, and I could tell Ryan, was Ryan into, I could tell Ryan wanted to laugh too. I don't know. Gina and Travis, they have a great scene at home where she cooks her jarred sauce pasta, which she's been trying to keep a secret, but the jig is up. But Gina talks more about like processing all of her feelings and she's so spot on. She realizes that not drinking is probably what uncovered her real feelings about the trauma she went through. Totally makes sense. I numbed the hell out of myself. And when I stopped drinking, I was like, oh, okay, I'm going to really need some therapy because now these thoughts are just here and I don't, I don't know what to do with them. Yeah. So I'm glad that she's had that epiphany. And I, I know everyone keeps saying this is like a reach for storyline. It kind of was, I think, but I am interested to see how she works through this. Like that is kind of fascinating to me. So Maybe I'm in the minority there, but I, I do find that if she's willing to open up like this, then I'm willing to hear it because I think that's cool. I think that'll be an interesting journey. But now for the big one. Tamara meets up with Vicky. Of course, Shannon is late. Um, th- I don't know if you caught this, but they play the old OC theme music as Tamara and Vicky say hi. It was cute. Vicky gets a whole confessional. And of course, she's been dating some guy. Like, you know, I've seen it online that she's been dating some guy. Vicky has shots of tequila for them right off the top. 
Uh, it just it's all the absurdities that you would want from Vicky. Like I, I was when I had Christian on, we were talking. I was like, you know, from a in a smaller role where she can just be giving us the good stuff, like the funny stuff. I think that I'm into having her there. It is nostalgic. It is. She like grabs their hands and holds them all together. And they're like, what are we doing? Are we praying? And she's like, we can pray. We can pray. And she prays <laughs> for them to whoop it up. And she talks about how she wears crotchless panties, thigh highs, whatever it takes. All the things. Uh, apparently Vicky, though, bumped into Heather not too long ago. And she was really cold. It looks down on me. It looks down on me. And then she's like, who's close with Heather? Are you close with Heather? And Shannon looks uncomfortable. She's like, yeah, I mean, we had a, a rocky year. But they're good. And Tamara's like, well, what was the rocky year? And they do this split screen with Heather from last season telling she I forgot how pissed I was about this. The, like that awful speech. If you ever come after my family, you are going to lose a lot more than my friendship. I'm not saying this as a threat. I'm saying it as a promise. I know you're not talking to her like that. That was crazy. Crazy. No, thank you. Shannon realizes quickly, though, because then Tamara goes, she goes into very obvious, um, a very obvious line of questioning. Like, do you confide in her? Do you feel like she would ever repeat what you say in confidence? And then Shannon's like, oh, yeah, no, she's a vault. And then realizes like, oh, my God. And she goes, don't bring that up. And so, I mean, the hair is on the back of my neck. I'm like, oh, my God, what is it? Vicky doesn't know what the thing is. So she thinks this is like still fun tea. But Shannon is spiraling and she, her whole face, she's like, Tamara, you can't do this to me right now. And she does tell, when Vicky's like, are you okay? She's like, I'll tell you, I'm, I'm mic'd, but I'll tell you in a minute. So I'm like, oh my God, say it on camera. It's driving me crazy because it's all I can think about. She goes, Shannon goes over to in the video village with producers and she's like, I am not going to air a relationship that I don't know. That's going to destroy us if that comes up on the air. So if they're going to start talking about my relationship, that's not okay. And then to Tamara, she's like, is that what it's about? And she just says, yes. And she's, Shannon's like, that's it. We're done. My relationship is over if this is on the air. I, I, I'm dying. I'm dying. Dying to know what is so bad that Shannon told it to someone. They are concerned but she will not discuss it because she, what is she hiding? What is she pretending? Like, thank God this relationship is over. Thank God. But I swear, if we don't find out, oh, I'm going to be so upset. It's all I can think about since I watched the episode. This, I'm running through so many terrifying scenarios. Like, I'll go to dark places and I'm like, whoa, whoa, we don't need to, that. maybe not that. But like, what the fuck could it be? Oh, Ugh, it's it's gonna kill. It's it's giving when they didn't they wouldn't they wouldn't air what Brandy said about Adrian back in the day. It's giving that level of like secrecy. And I'm like, give it to me. Well, to be continued. Obviously, loving this season, loving the season. Tamara is a bit of a shit show. She said on Watch What Happens Live that she was really nervous to come back because everyone had an issue with her and that's why she was drinking so much. And so, okay. But I'm still like, it's a, it's just inauthentic, you know? 
that's where that's where we kind of draw the line. That's where we're like, but it's like obvious what you're. That's why I didn't like Potomac last season, because I didn't like that Ashley and Giselle were being so obvious. I was like, you guys need to be a little bit more stealth, and then I'll fall for it. Even though I'll even though I'll know what's happening, just the execution's got to be there. If it's sloppy work, it's just it's what it is. It's sloppy work. All right. Well, like I, oh wait, guys, check it out. I'm wearing one of the shirts. From my merch. I'm a complete mess. If you want to order any merch and you want it to be like cozy, cozy baggy, size up like three sizes because everything, I wouldn't say it runs small. Yeah, it does. It To me, it runs small. Like I ordered my normal size and was like, oh, this isn't. So size like up. But I also got, hold on, let me get it. Hold on. I know you're probably like, don't you have all of your merch? Uh, I don't. I don't actually. Not all of the products because on what we're using to print and make the stuff, you have to pay for it. Like you have to pay for samples. You only get like two two or three samples or something at first um, for a discount. So, you know. But anyway, look at this. Isn't that cute? A little beach towel. A little beachy towel. Yeah. I never, I never ever talk about my merch store, and I, I should, I just don't like being that person. I'm not a good salesperson. People are like, I'm here for the content, not for the promos. But like, yes, go, go shop, shop around. Lots of cute stuff there. I'm actually very proud of the merch store. It's the link is in the description. Okay, that's it. That's all. Love you guys. Mean it. And I will see you next time. I hope you guys enjoyed the show. If you did, would you mind leaving me a five-star rating and review on whatever platform you are listening? If you're watching on YouTube, don't forget there's the super thanks option down at the bottom, the little button with the dollar sign and the heart. And also I'm on buymeacoffee.com slash she speaks bravo if you want to buy me a little coffee or two or five. And my Patreon, that is where I'm covering all of the classic Bravo jams. If you want to follow me over there and subscribe, link is in the description. And follow me on Instagram and TikTok at She Speaks Bravo. And whoever the guest was for today, all their information is always in the episode description. So if you want to follow them and check them out, check there for the info. And any of the sponsor codes that I mentioned in this episode will also be in the description. I love you guys. Thank you so much. I appreciate you. And I'll see you next time. Bye. Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the roaring 20s. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games.